Hey, everybody, what's going on? Welcome back to the Corner Talks podcast. I have a very talented comedian here, Nima Nazari. What's going on, buddy? How are you? What's up, man? I'm good. How are you? Just chilling. I'm, I'm doing well, man. You know, just surviving crazy times, right? Pandemic yeah, and everything. That's it, bro. I don't even know what that is. Sure. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> just forget about it. How's uh, over. I saw you. I, I saw you moving out of your childhood home. You were, uh, you know, posting some content about that. You all settled in now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, we moved a couple weeks ago and it was bittersweet, you know, but, you know, change is good sometimes. And uh, it's, it's it's exciting, but also a little bit sad sometimes. But hey, man, it's only natural, right? Yeah, so, of course. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I've been in my childhood home ever since. So, uh, you know, I don't know what that feeling's like, but I can only imagine uh, a lot of great content that you've been posting from that uh from that house and the legendary uh, house, creative yeah. inspiration, you know, the That's basement it. that you refer to as a dungeon. <laughs> yeah, no, that is dungeon, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That always killed me. The, uh, yeah. It's uh, you know, but it's where you, you know, I kind of discovered your content too, like the finding Nima mm. podcast. You were oh, just, nice. uh, wow. you know, you were just sitting there, you know, alone with your thoughts, you know, going on rants about uh, your journey, but also about well-being and how you survived, uh, you know, the, mm. the aspect of consistency, right. The content. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I actually, um, I, I stopped doing that podcast just temporarily because I was, you know, doing another podcast with my brother that I currently do right now. Nice. But that I'm gonna bring that one back because that's that that I was trying to I was trying to just do it because I wanted to do it, but um, I don't have a reason for to do it really. But now I have a more of a purpose of of as to why I'm I'm gonna do it, and it's just strictly just for my my like you said my thoughts and but it's also like comedy it's a comedy podcast you know i want to still want to make it a little bit funny not just all serious but it's harder man when you're by yourself it's much harder <laughs> but oh, i can imagine yeah and, and i and i see you like obviously because i do these podcasts more recently i started back in december uh 2020 uh so i'm still learning the ropes but i can feel you like i could see that uh if you don't have that other person, especially if you're a comedian, you know, bouncing jokes, like you just, that inspiration. Um, but I think what I enjoyed about the podcast and what drew me in is, you know, it's that, it's that balance. Like you, it's not just straight comedy all the time. Mm -hmm. It's uh, you know, you get really real about facts and you speak a lot of truth about a lot of things, man, that a lot of people are struggling with, you know, like yeah. mental health and well-being. Um, you know, even one that I was found highly relatable, you know, as a filmmaker, you, you were going on a rant about how you posted something that you thought was really funny, you put a lot of time and care into it. And then a girl's ass got uh, more likes, more attention. And you're like, are you serious? Yeah, literally, bro. <laughs> I always talk about this, bro. Like, it's so annoying that, you know, you literally put in hours on something, you know, make it good, whatever. But here's the thing, man, like before... I would get all caught up on it. I'm like, oh man, I put on all this work. Why isn't it getting traction? And then you'd get down on yourself. And then the kind of like either some people give up or some people just lose motivation uh, because you see literally like underage girls shaking ass and titties on TikTok and social media or wherever. Yeah. And they're getting viral views and yeah. likes. And I'm like, how is this possible? But, but I later realized that, you know what? It's I'm, I'm in no competition with anybody. Yeah. This is supposed to happen the way it's supposed to happen. And if it happens to bomb or no one sees it or no one cares, then that's not my problem. I mean, I, I can't care about it because it's, I can't control what people do or think or watch. Right. So of course. I just have to keep going and eventually what work I'm putting out into the universe, it, I will be rewarded in one way or another. So um, that's the way I see it now. And it's been so much 
working so much more in my favor and it's just easier it's more liberating in a, a mental state so um i mean yeah, the other shit is also there's no longevity behind the, all this clout chasing stuff right so for me i'm not here to just like gain followers or become famous just strictly to, to do that yeah. i'm just trying to build an empire here you know what i'm saying like you yeah. know i'm just trying to do what i love every day and to inspire and have fun and obviously get more recognition and, and money but that's only to do better not yeah. to you know feed off of, not to like take from people but to, to but to enhance the experience more and more so yeah, yeah. of course no that's a great that's a great and a healthy attitude to have you know i always discuss with my friends and you know fellow filmmakers is the notion of what do you want to be famous for or better yet what do you want to be remembered for like yeah. you could you know easily uh do things strictly to get the likes and the follows but will people see you as Nima the comedian, right? Nima the storyteller. Uh, mm-hmm. It's how you want to be seen, uh, how your brand, you want to position that brand. And uh, I think uh, you're, you're doing a pretty impressive job because I was first introduced to you uh, early on in the pandemic because uh, mm. I have a lot of friends that are Italian uh, sending me clips of you. And right off the bat, I was like, this guy has something. And so, it, was, it was quite remarkable to see your growth, man, in a span of a year. Yeah, thanks. Uh, uh, pandemic. Yeah, I mean, I, I I I always say this to everyone. Like, the pandemic was actually a big blessing in my in my life in general, not just for my career stuff, but just my personal life uh, overall. Because it gave me an opportunity to actually take care of myself for once and not neglect my mental, physical, emotional health. Mm-hmm. And I got to actually focus on that stuff for once. Because before the pandemic happened, I was all over the place. I was traveling too much, more than my means and financially and just with time and i was strictly just focused on the career and like stand up and this and that and that and not on my own health i was neglecting that so Mm -hmm. um it gave me a chance to sit back and actually just you know think about those things because i couldn't go anywhere and yeah honestly i and i took a whole month off too i don't know if you were there before or after that but i took a month off pretty much a week into the pandemic from everything uh, i just went off the face of the earth and just literally started to you know work on myself and my habits and everything like that yep. to you know just develop better you know uh skills and habits or whatever and that helped me come back way stronger with the yep. content and my comedy right so uh, i just it just gave me a whole new perspective on life in general and my career and i've never looked back so every now now there's a balance in my life which has helped me immensely um as as opposed to before where i was just 100 percent work and zero percent you know everything else yeah there was no balance you were just kind of hustling like going focusing on on just the career aspect and yeah you really have time for yourself and i saw that video you were speaking of yeah, um, yeah. I, I saw. If, I don't know if it's the one where you were like, "It's a block party." <laughs> you were you were discussing about with the audience, and uh, that that made me laugh. Because that was yeah. Oh I yeah, yeah. I know. I should talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, everybody's invited. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't think but, that was the same video, but um, I know what you're talking about though. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, <laughs> it's true though. But but you see, that's what I mean by like that transparency you have, and uh, the, like again, it's. Initially, I thought it was just like clips about jokes. Like when I, when I was first introduced with my buddies, like it's just like, oh, this guy is because you see it all the time, like people making jokes. But I think I was drawn to you. And I think a lot of people are because you show that other side of your life. Like a big example is, you know, yeah. how close you are with your family and your mom. 
you know, being Italian, very close to my mom as well. Mm. Um, you know, I bet you mm. she's an inspiration in your life. And, yeah. you know, how much closer did this, you know, pandemic bring you to your family? And, you know, how have they helped you with your career so far? Yeah, um, I, I've definitely, along with, you know, fixing my own problems, I, I developed a, at least a little bit of a better relationship too with, you know, my mom and just my parents in general and other people, friends, and, and, and my brother too, especially. And uh, that's been a, a big part of this as well. That's helped me kind of move forward because uh, so having a support base, you know, within your own family or friends is pretty big with, especially with what I'm doing. Uh, definitely, definitely helps. And knowing that, you know, like my parents are, you know, immigrants from Iran, uh, and they came to Canada to, you know, for me and my brother to have a better life. Um, and the fact that I can just do what I love every day and not the traditional route of, you know, go, what other Persians or immigrants do is like become a doctor, lawyer, engineer. Uh, and, you know, the fact that they let me, well, not let me, but like they were, I guess, okay with me doing what I'm doing now and seeing how much success I've built over the years. Um, it's It's really motivating as well because I'm like, okay, well, and, and because you know, obviously at first they had their doubts or hesitations, but along the way I had to show them obviously that this is for me and I can make something out of myself, right? Doing this, right. Uh, there's doesn't have to be the traditional route of going to school and getting a degree and getting a job nine to five, right? So, yeah, um, having that support base uh, has definitely helped a lot, and they obviously support the videos completely now. My whole career completely, which is nice and. Yeah, um, it's and I've definitely gotten a little bit closer too, but I think that's uh, super important as well, man. Like, I never was one to know how to even deal with relationships or you know having a stronger connection with people. Um, I just never was raised to even like know how to do that. But this pandemic has definitely helped me to do that more, and yeah, it's been nice, definitely. Yeah, it's it's a chance again, like like we were talking about, is catching up and you know slowing down, seeing what's important in life. And, you know, uh, just I want to go back to what you're saying about that whole your family uh, accepting that career path, because, um, again, I can only imagine uh, what you went through. Um, I <laughs> uh, went through the same situation if you want to pursue film. And I think any creative can relate to that. Um, you know, it, it's not a, a straightforward path. It's not structured at all. It's not predictable. And any parent, you know, would would be questioning that. But I think once you once you show what you can produce and, and uh you know, your talent, uh, they, they start to see, Hey, it, there is a possibility. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to bring up, you know, I read an article, uh, cause I always like, you know, learning more about my guests, um, but also where they come from and what they're all about. And I read it, came upon an article where it said you attended the university of Toronto, uh, but you yeah. chose to drop out and pursue your dream. And mm -hmm. when I was reading that, I was like, cause I went to Ryerson and, you know, I felt like I graduated. Um, but, at the same time, like my whole, my mind was always in film and I never really had the courage to pursue it, you know? So I wanted to know what gave you that bravery to just drop everything and go pursue your dream. Um, honestly, I, I, my whole life, I, I never really knew what I wanted to do. I just knew that I didn't like the traditional path of going to school and like doing academics and stuff. I was never really fond of it. I was, I was just kind of felt like I had to do it. And I, the, a part of me, felt that there was something off there was something wrong i didn't this isn't like I, I wasn't enjoying going to school and doing these you know regular things that other students are doing right and so 
Um, I was also always the funny person in my family too. So I, I knew, I didn't know that I could make a career out of it for the longest time. Um, but when I went to university, I, I, I made that decision because of my parents. And I just thought I wasn't thinking for myself. I just thought, Oh, this is what I have to do. I don't know any better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once I got into that program, that, that was when, for some reason, my eyes were open to different things. And I started to, I, I always kind of had rebellious thoughts, but maybe I did it with the wrong intentions. But this time around, I was, I was at a point where I was like, okay, university will be fun. But then when I got to university and I was like in the classes and the lectures and everything, I realized like a lot about myself that year. I was like, I, I, I can't learn like this. I can't, I'm not a person who can learn just off reading someone's slides or some shit. Like I'm way more hands-on and I need to be doing something. Uh, and I still didn't even know what, but that year I was in university. I was, well, even the years leading up to it, I was heavy into watching YouTube and, you know, social media and uh, like creators and uh, comedians, especially mm-hmm. doing stand-up comedy. Uh, and I was binging videos like all year. I remember like every single day, that's all I wanted to do is to watch comedy and like watch funny comedians and, you know, pranks, sketches, everything. So I feel like subconsciously that was like feeding into my brain that like, this is something I'm, I love already. And like, it's a passion of mine. I just didn't know it yet. Like firmly until the summer of after my first year, when I was doing school, uh, one of my friends was heavy into comedy as well. And he mentioned, Oh, um, let's go to a comedy show. And I've never been to a comedy show. I didn't even know I could go to a comedy show, you know, watching stand up. And so we went this one day and it was at Yuck Yucks actually. And when we went there, it, that, that day changed my life in many ways because um, when I went there, I watched this show and it was a Tuesday night and it was a 7 p.m. show. And it was a bunch of these students who were doing stand up comedy. It was two minute sets and there was like 10 people in the audience, including us. And I'm watching these people go on stage like absolutely terrible just bombing yeah. <laughs> and like maybe a little bit funny, but like, yeah, yeah. but not amazing. Yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, Whoa, this is, this is like so exhilarating watching this. I was getting nervous watching other people, but also it was fun. It was, it was the one, the most, some of the most fun I've had in a while in my life. And when I asked one of the students after the show, the, the one of the guys who were on the show, um, cause they mentioned that this was like a Humber comedy show. I was like, what the fuck is a Humber comedy show? Uh, and so I asked one of the guys and actually the guy I asked was Curtis Connor, And he's like, he's like viral, like right now right. all over the internet. And, um, but I asked him, I was like, yo, uh, what's this Humber comedy show thing? And he's like, oh, this is like a, a two, every Tuesday night, the students who go to Humber co- college, the, the comedy program, they mm-hmm. perform at Yuck Yucks every Tuesday night. It's amateur night, whatever. I was like, what the fuck? There's a comedy program at Humber College? Like, what? <laughs> like, I, 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 I had no idea, right? Like, it was, like, almost, yeah. like, unfathomable. So when I heard that, I was like, okay, what? Like, let me go. Let me, I need to look more deeply into this. I went home that night. I searched up the program. I saw the courses they offered, and I immediately fell in love. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, this is, this is, it immediately clicked for me. I was like, whoa, this is exactly what I would love doing. Right. I would, I would love to do this. This is like yeah. crazy. Like I can actually make this happen. Like now it's, there's something arbitrary that I can do. And it's not like unknown really. And I'm like, this is here for me. It's so a huge I sign. Ha- it was yeah. a huge sign. I was like, I have yeah. to take this. This is the, my moment to shine because mm-hmm. my whole life I, I went through school, just very mediocre. 
and lazy and, you know, just uh, very off put by academics in general. And I needed to have a purpose. And I feel like that was the first time I realized that and, and knowing like, man, like I, I know I can do that as well. Like yeah. these guys are on stage. Like I, I have confidence already. I just, and I'm funny. I just need to mm-hmm. do it. And so that really solidified him for me. And after that day, I was immediately tuned out of school and I was like, I have to get into this program and I, I, I don't, I, I need to make it happen one way or another. And mm-hmm. that week I, I pretty much told my parents, I was like, yo, I'm going to drop out to pursue comedy and acting and all that stuff. Cause I love acting as well. Right. And, and they offered all that. And so I was like, I have to do it. Like now I'm completely tuned out. You can't change my mind. Yeah. So you might as well just accept it. That's why I told my yeah. parents too. Cause obviously they were disappointed at first or confused, but at that point I had to be the first person in my family to step down, step my foot down and be like, I have to do this for me. Yeah. And I don't care if it's an image issue. You think your friends are going to judge or, Oh, your kid's not an engineer or this, like, I don't care. Like I I actually can't care. Um, I'm not going to be, I'm going to be miserable if I go this route. So yeah. And that was the day I I realized. And ever since I've been, the, the thing is when I made that decision, surprisingly right. my dad was actually um uh he's very supportive and but obviously curious but he's like yo if you're gonna do this like you better put in you better go in all in or nothing because you can't go back mm-hmm. you can't go back to school it's over right yeah. as soon as i drop out as soon as i as soon as he said that ever since that day it's been ingrained in my brain that i have to hustle every day yeah no matter what and i've been doing that ever since six years now and I haven't, I haven't let down ever since that. So I've just been growing ever since that day because I knew like, mm-hmm. this is, this is meant for me. It's my purpose in life and I need to be the best. And that's it, man. I'm here. I am right now. Just trying for my sure. best. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're killing it, man. And uh, you know, I just respect what you were saying, especially what your dad uh, was saying, uh, especially early on is, you know, supportive parent, uh, but he's also very tough uh, in telling you the reality. And the reality is, is that, you know, a lot of, creatives again a lot of heroes of mine uh tarantino quentin tarantino martin scorsese big filmmakers will always say and comedians right joe rogan that there's no backup plan you know you want this you go all in joey yeah. diaz like same thing yep. and it wasn't uh they were on a podcast once joe rogan joey diaz and kind of relating to what you were saying about going to humber and you know this is the path for you um they never did it because you know there's so much money in it or they they thought that they could be famous it's because it's the idea that they could beat the system like i could get paid for what i love to do mm-hmm. and that's why those guys uh and so many of the people we we admire uh, in the industry say like i feel like i'm in a game i feel like this is not real life because i think yeah. that's the ultimate that's what i realized as a, as a creative myself like pursuing my path you know if you could get if you could do something get paid for what you love and be happy for it you won. Which, no, no better feeling. Bro. Yeah, no better feeling, which leads me to my next point about Gary V, because I see that you're very heavily inspired to the point where you kill uh, <laughs> just spot on uh, impersonation. Have you ever been in contact, by the way, with Gary V? Has any, anyone reached out? No, no, his team has. But oh, yeah. Oh, nice. And D-Rock, too. Oh, his, nice. His, his wow. secondhand man. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I may, I'm sure maybe he's seen my videos by now at least one of them, but I don't, there's no real way of knowing, but yeah. I'm, eventually yeah. though, one day that's the goal, man. I'm trying, he's like my fucking internet dad. And like, I, yeah. I, he's, 
I got to meet this guy one day. I'm going to, my envision being in, in his podcast room, wherever he's yeah. doing his podcast and just doing an impression of him on the spot and yeah. him laughing and we become buddies. So yeah, yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> no, for sure, man. It's, um, yeah, like having that interaction with him would be, would be gold uh, because be I, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen those. But the, the reason why I laugh is because I, I could see that happening, like you sitting with him <laughs> and doing an impression. But Gary V, we all love him. I could just see him turning into a dad and say, but you got to figure out like, you know, yeah, you're yeah, all literally. serious. Like, you know what I mean? And Bro, you're just I'd trying to make that. a joke. You're trying to make a joke, but he's like, whoa, whoa, hold on. Did you, yeah. you know what I mean? And he's just yeah. getting all, all, yeah. all fired up about yeah, it. But yeah, but you know what you're yeah. really doing? Like... <laughs> Like at the beginning of the year, I was telling my family, I think it was literally the first day of 2021. He posts this video on TikTok or something where it goes, you know, the caption, he always does those captions and he answers back yeah, to yeah. it. And it's like, Gary, how do you stay creative? I mean, he's like, how do you stay motivated? He's like, by realizing I have no fucking choice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Literally. That's it. You got one fucking yeah. life. Yeah, you got one life. <laughs> like, take and, it. Yeah. That's it. And I think, I think why I enjoy Gary V a lot is, um, he uh he's like the male version of my mom my mom oh, is yeah? very tough that way yeah oh, so she okay. talks the same way no but like the same dialogue so when i show wow, her that really? clip yeah like she that's what wow. she talks to me like she's like you want to go like, you want to go for this film drinking dream you gotta fucking smarten up you wow gotta, you know, put yourself in order yeah she's that's like good. my best friend that way man like amazing talks to me like one of the boys you know Love um it. so it should be but but that's but that's what i'm saying about like this gary v guy is you know highly relatable and I just want to know, like, how did you first kind of get introduced to Gary Vee and how has he helped you uh, grow your career? And honestly, uh, first of all, before I answer that question, just uh, to, 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 to add another touch to your point of the plan B thing you mentioned earlier, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just had to say it. Like, sure. if, you, if someone has a, if you already, if you have a plan B for something, you already lost yeah. because you're already tuning out the idea that you can make this happen. Yeah, yeah. So you're already not 100% invested. So if you're not 100% invested, then why the fuck are you doing it? Yeah. And so that's, that's true, what man. actually that's what actually drives me a lot is a lot of people are like, yo, man, what's your plan B? Oh, like, are you sure like this is going to work? I've gotten that my whole life, like just yeah. in general, but also especially doing comedy. This Even till now, people are like, oh, like, are, how are you going to make money? How are you Bro, first of all, I don't... <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you say. I just, I, this is, I know this is for me and I'm not, no one's going to change my mind at this point, but also I, I'm not, I, I believe in myself so much that I know this is going to happen. So, and, yeah. but the thing is, it's not about money. It's like, if I'm, if I can survive doing what I love and I'm happy, yeah. bro, like that's all that matters to me. And I feel like everyone should be like that. But unfortunately, bro, I, just, I just, yeah, I just wanted to interject. Cause I, I remember Gary V like, you know, said something that, he you know it was saying that people on social media are making like forty thousand dollars a year like posting content and stuff mm -hmm. 45 or whatever and he's like you know how happy they are and when i heard that i said to myself that's when the game changed for me not that i was going to become a content creator but i said to myself you know he's right if you really capitalize on a passion or something that you're really good at and you can make like forty thousand. you know how many people i'm sure you know friends uh graduating from university starting a job off like that miserable and I'm saying to myself, if they can forty thousand dollars, forty five, and they're actually like getting some sort of nor like popularity or some sort of like attention for what they actually enjoy, then sitting in a cubicle and getting shit every day, and like I, you have to hear it, um, that's when the game changed. So I just wanted to throw that out there. I don't yeah. know if that was you, you remember that that conversation you had. Yeah, hundred percent. I fully agree with that because nothing beats freedom. Nothing beats doing what you want to do honestly it's like so i i can't 
like you like i can't listen to what someone has to tell me to do or like i can't take someone's orders i have to do what i want to do i've i've been that my, my way my whole life i've always yeah. rebelled against other people telling me what to do and I, I i just i got to a point where i just couldn't handle it anymore i think that was part of the reason why i even went into this field because i was like i need to make something of myself for myself by myself yeah. uh and that that's that's the best way to go about it in my opinion but unfortunately a lot of people just are too scared to take the risk or <clears throat> they're worried about oh what's this person gonna think what's this person gonna think judgments going through their mind anxiety i understand i get it but that's you're only holding yourself back by doing that and what you're gonna and the thing is a lot of people I, what bothers me the most is people who <clears throat> number one live for the weekend because i'm like you're gonna suffer for literally majority yeah. of your week just so you can let loose i'm like bro make a life where you can let loose every day yeah but you don't you wouldn't even need to let loose because you're already doing what you want and you're happy already but people are so addicted to the the lifestyle of like making more money in the image and oh like i have to be the best because you yeah. know I, I, it's some sort of ego yeah and that they ruin their their life like that and like when they get older that's the biggest regret of a lot of people it's like oh i'm i, I'm, I wish i did more of this i wish i worried about relationships more or this and that or like did things i liked or go for a hike you know what i mean like people are too strong up on this shit especially on this side of the world but i don't know that's another conversation but oh buddy um, I, I know i just want to say like that that's another thing i wanted to mention in the conversation and this is why i i, I love you even more because you're you're from the gta and we're from i'm from the gta and there's a group of friends of mine that we always joke around like the von life and markham and just there's certain characters like you know just how they act and and, yeah. and i know what you're saying is that mentality because i've heard you before discuss this about i don't know what's going on in your country but here on the western part of the world <laughs> uh we we focus on like you know clubs and parties and yeah. you know that's why with this pandemic it was really funny uh in a way because you know we follow a lot of you know girls or guys going to clubs going to bars and i i know a lot of girls that their last post is like 2019 <laughs> that's their life, insane their life bro. just no because their life just Stops. stopped right it just pauses bro. and it's like damn like this is what i what we were talking about the clout is yeah if you're chasing that like that's what you're going to be remembered for <laughs> you're literally a nobody you're, you're, yeah. yeah like you're 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 nothing because you're honestly it sounds harsh but you're a loser because you're because you're worried about what other people think i'm like bro worry about yourself first like I, and the people who are yeah like the cloud chasers bottle chasers you know what i mean like going on the clubs to to appease mm -hmm. to what you know what i mean so people are just lost though man like so many people are lost and it doesn't help that society has you know created this image of what is right or what's successful and what's good and what's bad it's like do what you think is right or do what you think is good and then but yeah. obviously it's easier said than done because a lot of people just don't see it that way or they just they're not even sure. aware to even think that way so that's the problem but well big thing a big thing too is like the circumstances right like some like talking like this you never know what other what another person's going through my biggest thing is i know a lot of friends or the people you speak of where they have that opportunity or they have that option right but yet they're just it's that courage that they're they're lacking or that tenacity yeah 100%. and that's when those are the ones that you don't you don't feel for because you're saying yeah. well you you have the opportunity you, know. you could do it you know, yeah, there, there's exactly. friends, you know, that are wealthy, like I got parents, like, I'm not saying rely on them, but I'm just saying is you have the options if you really like get creative and to yeah. hear them say, nah, 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 it's all about this. It's like, no, it shouldn't be about anything. Like this is yeah. one life as Gary Vee says. I'm saying literally, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yep. One life. Like fucking yeah. do it. Like, what are you waiting for? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that's true though. 
I'm like, bro, like uh, you're like one. And the last thing I'll say about this is, uh, you know, you're you're gonna do something because your parents want you to do it. And like, literally, I have had my own friends say this shit to my face, and I'm, and I'm telling, I told them, like, you're gonna do this for your parents. What happens when they're gone? Are you still doing it for them? Yeah. yeah. Or are you doing it for yourself? Like, where you know, grim reality. Maybe, man. Like, you're gonna be yeah. miserable. What the fuck's the point? So that's it, man. Like, uh, and sorry, I went on a tangent before. After you asked that question about, um, I forgot what you asked actually. Oh, Gary V. Yeah, no, it, Gary goes, v. it goes like this. It's all it's all interconnected, bro. Don't worry. Yeah, the Gary V. thing. Uh, oh, how I how I discovered him and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So actually, my brother, he's he's my manager, and so he nice. and he's older than me, and he's much more experienced than this all uh, with with life, obviously. Mm-hmm. But also, he's been in the music industries and entertainment industry, so he he has been through a lot of shit, and so that's why it's been a huge advantage for me because. I have someone to lean on who already has been through shit and is like a, it's a, kind of like a cheat code because yeah. I'm, I'm, he made all the mistakes so I didn't have to make them. So um, uh, having him has been a huge help for me throughout this whole time, the pandemic, especially he's actually, he's indirectly, but directly the reason why I've changed so much for the better this past year nice. and a half um, because he uh, also was going through a transition period in his life where shit went rock bottom and he had to figure everything out on his own. And so when he got to this point where he was like learning so much, that was when I started to change. And it was perfect timing because that's when he discovered Gary V. And he put him onto me at that point. And pretty much everything he was telling me, he was just relaying from Gary V. Right, and right. so when I found this out, when throughout the months we were going through life and figuring shit out and growing, we realized, oh, like everything we're doing is because of Gary V, because it's just we're literally taking his word and going with it. And it's been working, bro, this whole time. Everything yeah. he said has been working for us. Yeah. Everything, content, life, everything. And so that's why I, I praise him so much, even though I, I do impressions of him, I make fun of him. But uh, there's actually a lot of love there. man. And I hope one day I can tell them, tell him this because I, I say it everywhere on every podcast and every moment I, I always I, I highly praise Gary Vee because of the, he's made, he's changed my life in many ways for sure. Uh, and it's just like, I wish a lot of people obviously tune him out because, Oh, he says the same shit. He's this and that. And yeah. I, I, whatever, like I get it. Like it's not for everyone, but for me, it was a, a lifesaver to be honest. And my brother as well. So yeah, um, yeah I truly, uh, I'm very grateful for him being, who he is and what he does and i, can I wish relate. people I can, yeah no man I, it, what you're saying is, is exactly the same for me i remember going through a rut myself and you know just the way he would speak about content and uh just you know encouraging you uh to put stuff out there like you see it even the way you post like i, I see exactly because you i know you're a fan of gary v and because again anyone that knows gary v or, or is another fan of them um you just see in your patterns like how you post things and you know i I see that other side that maybe a lot of people don't see and you're right about people dismissing him like i have a lot of friends will say bro he says the same things all the time or the best one for me is when they say to me uh it's a lot of common sense and that's where i say it's common sense but it's not because if it was everyone would be doing it and killing it and he'd have like two followers (laughs) so uh it's not common sense uh people don't realize that they need to pursue their passion or do what they love people don't realize that the education system is flawed and you know it's an institution that's 100 years old and hasn't been uh you know changed or improved on uh, ever since and we're seeing that with the pandemic and i'm so happy that um things are coming to light because it's not going to last i don't know about you man but the millennial generation 
the Gen Z, I, I can't see ourselves being the same, having the same mentality as our parents or taking the same approach. Uh, they have a, they had a very different world. Like if technology is advancing every three to six months, there's no way society, society has to keep up with technology or else, you know, you've watched Terminator. Yeah. You watch (laughs) Skynet, right? Exactly. Um, That's what I'm saying. So I I think it's very important that, uh, yeah, people will put that in mind, but enough about that. Um, I read another article, um, published by York region, um, you know, and they were talking about how your first comedy gig, uh, you know, at 21 in Toronto, uh, how humbled you as a person when you didn't perform your best as much as you hoped. Um, and we've all been there through rejection in some sort of way. And as a comedian, I can only imagine I've never been on stage. Um, you know, that, that's just a, a whole different animal. I wanted to know why is it necessary for a comedian or for anyone uh, that's pursuing their dreams, film, the arts, music to experience these, these sort of challenges, that, that sort of uh, rejection? Because if you're not failing, then how are you going to grow and get better? How are you going to learn from your mistakes? You have to fail. There's no other way around it. Mm-hmm. And I, I luckily realized that and understood that very early on. And so I was okay doing bad, even though it sucked, sucked balls. But you know what I mean? Like you have to, you have to go through it somehow. So um, when I went into comedy and when I dropped out, I knew what I was getting myself into. I knew what was going on. So in a way, I, I already had a, an advantage doing what I was doing because I was like, all right, well, I mean, at some point I have to do it. Right. And I have to get better. How do I get better by just doing and seeing what works um, as, as shitty as it was for many, many months, even a, a, f- a couple of years, even into it. Uh, I was very, it was tough. It was so tough. It was a struggle, but I, I was always relentless and I never held back and I never, I never stopped because I knew this was all worth it. It was going to pay off one day and it will pay off, but, and it is paying off obviously, Mm -hmm. but uh, it's, 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 there's no like end goal here. It's just, this is an ongoing process. I'm always growing. You always have to be growing because if you stop growing, then that means you're not doing enough and there's no, no one's perfect as well, but also like, there's no end. Like what's the point of stopping when you can get better every time. And so um, that's just the mentality I have about it. And uh, just every day, just putting that into action. So just chipping away yeah, every day. And, uh, you know, like I was explaining before, is that tenacity, the persistence. Uh, I remember a, a friend of mine, you know, wanted to be a comedian so bad. Uh, and they, they got turned down uh, on stage. And I said, okay, and, did you go uh, back? Right? No, but I'm saying, did you go back? And they're like, uh, no, I didn't because I realized it wasn't for me. And I said, okay, that's fair, but you can't keep talking about it, right? Because the comedians that yeah. I know, like Jim Carrey, you know, that guy was like living there practically, you know, he, yeah. he just, he just kept going and going. Yeah. They have their days too. Even Eminem, you know, I'm a big, big fan of Eminem. He, his story, you know, changed my life and made me kind of slap me around and said, you know, appreciate what you have because if this guy can come from a trailer and, and make it happen, <laughs> you know, what are you doing about it? Right. That's what I'm saying. So, watching eight mile and you know he was going through a story about how he explained like he would go up stage and just freeze and then a week later he would say i gotta go back i gotta go back and Mm -hmm. i I just i respect that so much like that it's painful but you got to respect the pain in order Mm -hmm. to make it happen you know what i mean like and i'm sure you you've experienced that where it's like i gotta feel this yeah you know when you hear that joe rogan experience like that's why i love listening to him because he gives you an inside insight on 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 a comedian's world 
mm-hmm. like Bill Bill Burr and like talking about how people were literally going like fuck you get off the fucking stage like I know. how do you even deal with that especially if you're like like a just in it to be funny right like you don't want to yeah. piss anybody no. off you just want to be funny and That's you right. have someone literally yelling that in your face like how do you <laughs> handle that right but over time I guess you just kind of manage that have you ever experienced something crazy like that or like hecklers mm. and things like that yeah I've experienced hecklers but nothing to that extent luckily okay um, I just, I also, I also feel like my content, my material isn't to, the, to that point where it could be that offensive or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm not pushing the <laughs> edge too much. Yeah, I mean, styles, a little bit sure. here and there, but like, yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, I just, it just hasn't happened to me yet. Well, I'm sure it'll happen at some point, but right. Um, I'm ready for that time because I know what I want, I know what I am, and I know who I am, and what kind of material I want to put out and my purpose. And so that's all that matters. I know my truth. I know my intention. I know I'm not trying to hurt people or, yeah. you know, be ignorant about something or whatever, or blatantly hateful or racist or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah. 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 But like, I need to do what I think is funny either way, whether that is pushing the edge or talking about uncomfortable topics or taboo topics, whatever it is, that's the whole point of comedy. Um, yeah. And, and that's the thing I realized with content actually this year is like, no matter what you do, there's always going to be someone who has a problem with it. Yeah. It doesn't matter anything. You, everything. No, even if you're the nicest, the cleanest person, like in terms of material, yeah, someone's going to have a problem with it, whether they hate it or they think you're bad or disgusting or you ugly, like whatever. Like they'll say, people will say anything they want. So once I realized that it made it really liberating for me to just keep doing what I'm doing and not pay attention to people like that who think they know me or have an opinion on me or what they think is right or bad or good. Like it's not up to me to, it's not up to me to know what's good. You can't control, control, you can't control them either. Right. Like, like I can't control them. I I can know Gary's. Yeah. Sorry. No, literally as Gary says, he said, you can't control quantity. You can't control quality. You can control quantity. Mm. And that means with content, putting out, as much content as possible and videos and and letting the audience decide what's funny what's not and in stand-up it's just getting more repetition in and just getting on stage as much as possible and eventually you'll get funnier by doing and trying new things so it's as simple as that and that's the mentality i've had mindset for so long and it's helped me a lot and yeah um yeah if hecklers come along during stand-up like i'll just what my method is is to just like just talk to them like I'm just like a normal, just a normal conversation. That's what's funny is like engaging and asking questions and just in the moment, really, like you can't really pinpoint how to really deal with that. You just have to be in the moment and something funny might come to me in the time or maybe I'll roast them or something like that or, yeah, or, yeah. I, or I'd be like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You play, along with, them. You play yeah, along, you with along with them. You play along with them. Yeah. yeah. Everyone has, every comedian has their own process with that. But. Yeah. One of my favorite things that Gary says, man, is the, you know, as you were saying about good intentions, but the market will decide. And he goes yeah. on a funny ass rant. I'm sure you can imitate it of yeah. the market doesn't care if you're fucking rich, you're poor, <laughs> yeah. or you're a fucking alien. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he said that, I was like, damn, like this guy's this guy's insane. Like it's I love so it. funny. <laughs> Does he, the market doesn't give a fuck yeah. if you're an alien. And it's so yeah. true, man. Like if an alien so makes true. a fu- funny ass video, we'd laugh and we cheer. We'd laugh. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like we, we don't know what the fuck's going on, but it's funny. Who cares? <laughs> but um, yeah, man. And I wanted to go back to your comedy. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up about um, like your style and, and, and what you're, you're creating. Um, 
it's uh i've come to realize it's i could be wrong but it's it's very niche in the sense that it pertains to kind of the millennial generation a lot of the jokes that you make like hooking up dating that, that sort of culture and toronto mans and all that how they speak um and it's also towards you know the gta like people like myself like growing up in the gta and you know, uh, the things you pick out, especially like the Italians, like who's more Italian than you. Uh, I've been in situations like that all the time <laughs> and, uh, you make jokes of it, but it's actually happens where, you know, you're in situations where, uh, you know, like I said, you, you don't speak Italian. So your friends say you're not, you're not Italian enough, or, you know, you didn't go to this guy's bakery and that you're a manji cake or <laughs> you like sponge cake or a manji cake. Right. No, that, that's, yeah. I get, I get in shit a lot for that. Cause I like my red mm. velvet. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> You know, um, and it's and it's just the, the the reality of the comedy. And I wanted to go back to like another thing, you know, too, with the whole like Persian uh, the culture. You know, I, I dated a Persian girl, so I know exactly oh, okay. uh, what. The, yeah, but what I'm saying is that with that joke about the wig, where you were like, uh, you know, I don't work, I, I hate to work, and I drive in the passenger oh, yeah. seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the, uh, it was, it um, was... I like rich. You, like, um, you have luxury car. So you see, you watch that, but it was kind of like, again, I did, it, it was pretty, it was pretty very accurate. So I, I was pissing my pants. I was like, you, you know, you this were, guy kills it. You, you were dating a Persian fob girl? Yeah, that, that's how they, well, I, I don't think it, it uh, came across when I first was going out, but uh, slowly over time, it uh, was revealed. Really? Like she had an accent? No, no, no. Oh, sorry. No, uh, no, not fresh off the boat. No. <laughs> okay. I was no, like, sorry, no sorry, way. No, no. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no way. But Legendary. what I'm saying is... The thing is, is the mentality, like you were yeah. just so dead on about it. Now, being Italian, I wouldn't know what the hell you were saying, but because I dove into that experience, like I, I know the, yeah, the jokes yeah, were familiar, again, familiar. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I wanted to get back to, um, you know, the comedy, like, especially with the Italians. Uh, do you have a lot of Italian friends? Like, how did this come about where you were just <laughs> making Honestly, that inspiration? Uh, I actually never grew up with Italians at all. Or oh, even wow. Persians, even Persians, actually. Okay. Um, the, and those are the two best characters I think I have, even though I didn't grow up with any of them. Um, it's just, I met those people along the way in my life. Like maybe when I was older, when, when I start, when I hit my 20s, that's when I start to meet like more Italian people and um, just along the way. But also I grew up in a very diverse neighborhood, culture, whatever city that like I was very familiar with different cultures from the very start so i like my group of friends were you know tamil indian afghan arab yeah, yeah. chinese you know like indian uh everything right so white people black people and so um that really set me off on the right path from the very from the very, very beginning but like i said along the way um, i met some italians i met some russians i met some persians you know and then like it just kind of all connected together and it was very i'm a very observant person so when i meet someone for the first time i know i can read their mannerisms and nuances and the way they speak right away pretty much and that's just what makes it easy for me yeah they're so they're so accurate that's why i said to myself i'm like i don't know if he has 
for some reason i got the impression you were italian or half italian or something everyone says that yeah like maybe because i read a comment yeah maybe i read someone comment going like yo where which side where are you from where you now which part of italy are you from bello yeah 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 bello (laughs) (laughs) bro i'm from fucking scarborough ontario like my parents are from iran yeah (laughs) you just go just go along with it they'll they'll be yeah it's even more funny right (laughs) some Um, people ask me actually they're like yo like what's your background like they actually don't know anymore it's like i'm like fucking 17 personalities it's amazing I just like I'm like oh you'll never know. <laughs> yeah, you, you know? could pull just up the you could pull up the Canadian guessing. man like like oh like anything eighth gen, <laughs> eighth gen just absolute <laughs> fucking just absolute beauty. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that post you were doing the other day about uh, you know uh, I don't know like the getting getting uh, brain getting or head something getting head yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah. just the reaction <laughs> the Gary V one was just immaculate. that was so funny that was just like, so yeah. funny <laughs> I like um, that one. Yeah, I, I don't want blue. <laughs> I like blueberries, not blue balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I like blueberries, uh, not blue balls. Yeah, it's, um, again, you just keep coming out with uh, some new creative stuff. And uh, like, even the one with the professors, like in class, like, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Again, you haven't, obviously, you know, you're not stupid. You've been through the, those situations, but, mm-hmm. you know, to be that observant and pick up like all the nuance, like the, the cool teacher that comes in, like, yeah, yeah you want to turn off the lights? Thanks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you do that again, I'm going to take away the phone, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I've had those teachers. It's crazy to me. Like, like, mm-hmm. just, just yeah. like right off the bat, like just quick, quick, like so accurate. Thank you. Um, yeah, I love doing those ones. Those are really fun. Yeah, and um, I just want to know, like, so uh, going forward, like, what's your? How do you? How do you uh, tackle these kinds of like impressions? Like, is it something? Like, what strikes you about them? Do you do you hear it from friends, or you're just like, is, is it maybe like a commentary on you know the education system psychologically? Like, are you just like, oh, these teachers are a pain in the ass. Let me just make fun of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. How's it go? Um, honestly, I just like impersonating everyone if I yeah. can. Yeah. I'll, I'll impersonate a fucking rat if I could. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like as long as it's something I can that's do. That's coming. That's coming. That's coming, bro. <laughs> Yo, nobody's safe, bro. Yo, rats, hyenas, it's, it's over for you guys. Yeah. So my thing is like, I just, I, whatever I find funny, I go for it. I don't hold back. I just, I, and then like along the way, I'll find new things. I'll, I'll experiment. I'll accidentally come up on another accent or an impression of somebody and I'm like, oh, this could be a new one. And then I'll just do it. And then, like, let's talk about the Pablo Escobar thing. Like, I, I love, I love, like, I love uh, Spanish, like the language, yeah. lang- like no, yeah, um, Spanish language. language. Yeah, love it. Very beautiful. I think it's very cool. And then, like, you know, like, I just, I just, I think it's sick. Like that Pablo Escobar, like Narcos, obviously, like Narcos, generic, yeah. but amazing. Like, I just like I, I when I'm watching this, I'm like, oh man, this is sick. Because I also, I come from a uh, perspective of like as an actor too, because. I want to eventually act in these movies and shows being these characters or like playing these different roles that I see people have people have been doing for my whole life. And so it comes from that too, because of like, you know, I get inspired easily by people who are doing what I also want to do. And so, but my way of showing that appreciation or, you know, the love of the craft is by, you know, trying to expand my versatility as much as I can and to show it's pretty much my own resume that I'm showing through my videos and that's my that's my best way of expressing my art is to just do things that i think are funny or my skill my obvious strength is to impersonate people more than anything yeah and and like impersonate life in general you know what i mean like uh i just i think i'm very aware of my surroundings and just 
new, my small little details and nuances and people and things and whatever. And um, I'd like to show it. I like to showcase it. I, it's very fun for me. And yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Impersonations are my favorite type of comedy. Like I, I, I love a good standup, but you know, if you can impersonate someone, especially someone I admire or I find yeah, hilarious yeah. to begin with, like Gordon Ramsay. Uh, like, yeah, that's funny. Spot on, <laughs> spot on, man. Like you I walk like in the kitchen, <laughs> you, you even do the deep voice. Like it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't Dude, take a while. Like fucking donkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah, and he just walks out too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, right there. I can't even do it, man. But no, yeah, it's just amazing. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> really? Um, Is this it? <laughs> what's the uh what's the uh what's the process like how like is it does it take a long time for you to do it or is it uh is it like right off the bat are some impressions harder than others yeah some impressions are way harder than others like um honestly the gary v one sometimes is harder on my throat um because it's yeah, a very high-pitched voice no yeah. and it's 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 not my in my range really uh so that's why i do it once in a while or like if i'm fresh I haven't used my voice really in the in, in the day. Um, that's why, like right now, I can do it a little bit. It's mm-hmm. easier because. But if I did it at the end of the end of the night, it would be way harder because it's already. I've been using my voice a lot. Um, but yeah, like it, it just depends on the, the tone or whatever, or just like the, how my throat is feeling that day or whatever. Sometimes it's, it's just harder than other times. But like Gordon Ramsay is kind of hard too because it's a little rough, a little raspy. It's harder on the throat. Yeah. Um, or, or even like uh joe swanson you know like that one's much deeper and it's like joe swanson yeah, yeah but like yeah that's also something i can do only once in a while because it's so deep for me but that's like really i can yeah, do yeah. it really well you know what i mean like mm-hmm. yeah that's <clears throat> you know what I mean? yeah, yeah i'm doing a podcast yeah <laughs> yeah that's accurate I mean. man that's accurate yeah it, it's uh I, I could see it like being strenuous on the on the on the vocal cords for sure man like the gary yeah. v one uh what, one of the one, uh, yeah, the, the very special, but the one uh, where you guys are a bunch of your buddies or fellow comedians, yeah, Gary V. Anonymous, dungeon, yeah. dungeon basement, <laughs> dungeon basement, that was fun, man. And you guys, just like, that, that, you guys went, uh, and then your mom, like someone's yeah. here, <laughs> yeah, yeah. burst in. <laughs> like the fact that your mom, like, like is in these videos, like what a good sport. Like I love, I know, that, right? Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. P- pretty funny that you know she's in them. Like it's even though she's super shy, she's super shy and like doesn't yeah, like yeah, be on yeah. camera really, but. Mm-hmm. She's funny though. Like I'm like, I, you have to do it because you're so funny, and people yeah. love you. And yeah. she sees that more and more. But she's always hesitating. But I feel like if she had the same confidence as I did, like it'd be a wrap. Like we'd be pumping yeah. out so yeah, many more sure, videos sure. together. It'd be a difference. But yeah, it'd be a duel that cr- no one would. No, you can't. Like untouchable. Yeah, untouchable. Exactly. Yeah, but like, it's fine though. You know, it's good to sprinkle her in here and there because people obviously follow me for her as well. But uh, you want to keep people wanting more that's why i take pride in having versatility in my comedy and i'm not stuck to one thing because like i know i know a big mistake a lot of comedians have made early on or people who do accents or impressions especially is that they'll just like do one character or maybe two and that's it that's their only shtick is like all just italian stuff or just persian stuff yeah and i've seen that with my own eyes and i can see the the disconnect you're completely blocking out so many people who could watch your stuff and love it if you just expand it a little bit. So that's what I learned actually from the years from high school and on of watching comedy on YouTube and people who are making impressions or anything. I learned a lot just by watching. And I'm very grateful for that because now I, I, 
I, I know not to make that mistake of being singular in my, in my, you know, I'm going to keep it diverse as possible. So that's why, you know, I'll do Brampton here and there or a hockey player or fucking Greek or Portuguese yeah. or Italian or Persian, you know what I mean? Like Arab, like, and then not just that teachers fucking, I don't know. Calling in sick. And yeah, yeah that's another fun favorite of mine. Yeah. I love pranks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. random sketches other just original <laughs> ideas like all that stuff i'm laughing, you know? I'm laughing because uh i watched one uh today where it was like or recently where <laughs> where you said uh you were just like ramming this girl <laughs> oh no you, you you walked in uh to your sister getting rammed or something i love how she sounded like like yeah we got these calls on <laughs> yeah yeah right it's like whatever <laughs> like so no funny. like she's like okay and you sounded so convincing i'm like is this girl actually like not flinching like uh that's awkward but yeah, i guess they don't know what funny. to say right they don't know that it's like new to them obviously they've never heard this before so but i mean that's why i i i that that idea is so funny and uh, obviously i got it from nelk because they they originally did that um oh, okay when they when they were first starting mm-hmm. um but i mean obviously anyone can do it and i have my own take on it but yeah, it's, it's it's just i love pranks so much i just want to do it all you know so um it's really the TED talk one the tech talk one was uh, yeah. another favorite with the uh fun, yeah. the italians where he's like and if you yeah uh, bro, if you're not about, about, uh, a day you're a fucking mark all right yeah yeah and then it zooms back i panned back <laughs> that, that's what i love about it is it like you could stick with the let's say you do stick with the impression like just the italian impression the, the what, what's cool about you is you do it uh, in such a creative way, it's not just you speaking into a camera. Yeah, like yeah you'll you'll exactly. find the TED talk, then you'll get your your buddy. Is it, is it Ricky? Ricky. Uh, <laughs> he does the the mortadella. Like you do the mortadella. Mortadella news. news yeah. He does, and, and he does the car. Like that one was hilarious. My parents, everyone was dying. In my family. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's this good, guy, man. Who just fucking move? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I love it, man. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm glad you guys like that. Um, yeah. it, it means a lot. I mean, like I'm actually trying to you know make it a little more versatile and uh actually moving the bigger segments onto my youtube channel so i'm, I'm trying to expand more yeah and yeah. it's obviously hard because you know it's easy to get comfortable and complacent on one app and I, everything originally was just instagram but then i started doing tiktoks and then you know youtube uh well i started doing youtube originally but um i got bigger on instagram and tiktok but yeah. now i want to branch off and do more youtube and make that my main platform because um that also has more longevity i think and like more opportunity to you know generate some income to like do more stuff and so you know like and also it's good to keep different content on different platforms just to keep it fresh so there's different different audience right like back to gary v it's yeah there's different audiences like i'll get people on facebook you know commenting on my work like most like family or people that are older in their 40s and 50s mm-hmm. i won't get that on instagram instagram it's more no. the 18 to 34 right yeah uh, TikTok, exactly again you'll even get even younger people because i do artworks right so yeah the the 10 year olds love you know my sketch of boba fett <laughs> you know what there I mean? you go yeah, you yeah, won't yeah, get exactly. that on, on on instagram mm-hmm. and uh this is this is why i do the podcast too because i realized you know you can only focus on instagram for so long and then you got to branch off like same same mentality you have is you know you got to try out youtube you got to try out tiktok you got to just be everywhere really everywhere that's your man. brand right that's it but you got that's the that, that's the digital age right now and there's no better way you just got to pump out as much content as possible and i truly believe in that and it's been working this whole time so yeah that's amazing man and uh you know i'm, I'm looking forward uh to, to the more content that you put out um you're a hilarious guy man and uh, you have a lot going for you i really appreciate you taking this time uh being on the podcast 
you know, discussing your journey. Uh, it's always exciting. Uh, I love having creatives on the podcast, you know, discussing what they've been through. It's inspiring for myself, but also the people listening. And it goes to show you that, uh, you know, you really, every, no one path is the same. Uh, no, this is the whole point of this is to show you that, you know, Nima's path, my path, it's not going to be the same. There's no formula to it. Uh, especially if you're pursuing comedy, right, Nima? <laughs> Definitely, bro. Hundred percent, bro. Hundred yeah. percent, man. You try to do what you love, do what you can, and um, just just go for it, man. Honestly, life is is not worth not doing what you want to do, uh, and you're just robbing yourself of so many opportunities and and happiness in general. So, yeah, man. Um, I truly believe in all that stuff. Everything I said is all genuine to me, and um, I'm just I'm happy to share my story and my my knowledge whatever the fuck you want to call it yeah of course man of course but, and uh yeah, yeah on, on that note like uh thanks again for being on the podcast uh plan to do yeah. more of these no uh you know just uh documenting your journey and you could discuss more about content so i'm just really mm -hmm. looking forward to what you're putting out there before we go uh wanted to mention uh you know the boys is a favorite show of mine uh mm -hmm. so when you popped up there i was like you know to me you know, this kid made it. I was like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, I just, yeah. you know, cause you, you, a big show like that. I'm like, I, I searched you up. I'm like, is this the guy that I'm following with the, the comedy? And the, oh, right. Yeah. Because I've been following you through the pandemic with the mm. jokes. And then all right. of a sudden I'm watching season two and you have a brief so, scene, but I saw that and I thought that was really cool. So yeah. Thanks man. That, that was, that was sick. I, that was a cool opportunity for me. And uh, fun fact, I, that was the first ever audition I ever did. And I booked that role. That's amazing. That first edition. Wow. So ever yeah. since then, just nothing. <laughs> no, but yeah. like, yeah. you know, like that's the, the acting world too. It's like, um, of course, fucking hundreds of auditions and you're not going to get anything, but yeah, it just depends, man. Honestly, just it's persistency and um, just making an effort to be better each time. So. And creating so work for do. yourself, right? Like creating you, for, for yourself along the way, yeah, of course. Those, those skits, those those things you're in, people will see, oh, this guy has it. He doesn't need an audition to prove himself. Yeah, and also, actually, that's a good point because I've booked two things just because I was posting on Instagram. Like, people, casting directors follow me now. Oh, wow. And they okay, see good. my stuff, and they, they reached out to me saying, so hey, so we want important. you to play this role, and that's how I got two roles. So already. important. You know what I mean? So, so it's important like, to put it out, yeah. Is that that new show on CBC Gem? Yeah, CBC Gem, yeah. That yeah. one and like commercial too. Um, and yeah, man, like that's the power of content online, like yeah. social media. Like why wouldn't you do this? Especially if you're in this field. Like you'd be so dumb not to make content. Yeah. It's like this is the best way for you to make it big like or get your name out there. It's like the traditional way is over, man. It's like a, <laughs> you're not yeah. like it's there's no longer you showing up in person everywhere. It's like everything's online. So yeah, yeah, make it happen. And even when you do make it, keeping up with that content, right? Like keeping up with that kind of uh, interaction with the with the the fan, the fans, and and you know keeping them up to date. That's it. That's, yeah, that's changed, very important. Right? Yeah, it's very anyway, important. Yeah, you, you gotta always be. Yeah, you always gotta connect with your audience because that you're you're nobody without those people, right? So of course, yeah, that's how I feel about it. And I just that's why I take pride in responding to every comment, every single comment getting back to people, talking to them, interacting. That's how you build a support base. And that's what you want. Because then that's how you, you, you got, you're supposed to, and this is Gary V talking, like give, give, give value as much as possible and never ask for anything. Because eventually you get to a point where when you do ask, it's, it's worth it. And it makes sense to you and your brand. And yeah. that's all you can do, man. 
That's all you can do. So, so many people like ask so early on, they do these ads and like promotions. Bro, I haven't done one this Good. whole time because I don't want to become, <laughs> I want to keep yeah. it authentic and true to me. Yeah, like, yeah. I, don't, I never want to just like sell out and like just because this person was paying me three grand. I'm like, bro, like I've turned down many, many opportunities because it, I just didn't feel 100% right doing it. And so, but but it might be short term loss or whatever you want to call it, but it's 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 worth it in the long term because yeah. eventually my rate is going to be so high because that's how that's what I'm building towards is that yeah when I do collaborate with somebody or a brand it makes sense to me because that's who I am as well in in real life so yeah I don't know that's just the way I see it. Yeah, no, that's, that's very important, man. It, it's how you want to see, make your brand be seen to people, right? You don't want to just do something to do something. And that's something no. I even learned early on is, yeah. you know, as much as like Gary Vee says, just put it out there. But one thing you got to, one thing detail you have to take with a grain of salt is what speaks to you, right? The good intentions mm-hmm. part. That's why I keep saying if, as long as you're doing with good intentions, because if you're yeah, just doing yeah. it just to, to get that clout or that attention, that that's not what Gary's saying. It's going to yeah. be exposed. That's not what Gary's trying to say. So yeah. we love you, Gary V. Uh, and I hope you're yeah. listening. <laughs> love you, love you, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, shout out to your brother again. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank him again for uh, you know set it, helping us set this up. Uh, yeah. Really, really nice. And uh, yeah, yeah, uh, appreciate that, man. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it's you having me on, man. It's it's been a it's been a great chat, and um, you know, I'm 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 looking forward to future chats. Well, yeah, maybe for along sure. The way. You're always welcome on the podcast and uh, not to put you on the spot. I do have actually one, one thing I wanted to suggest Um, the uh, you know, like weekend update, like SNL. Mm -hmm. I always imagine like if we could pull this off, like I could be like a serious interviewer or like you have like a jokes, but you could be like a Luca Marino, you know what I mean? And you could just like talk to me like in Luca Marino, like your views and like what's going on. Um, And this is for, for what this No, I'm saying it would be good content for like podcasts or like YouTube and oh, okay. like, like kind of like how I was talking to you today, you know, I was talking about like well-being and whatever mm-hmm. you could go on like a, an Italian perspective and say, right, don't right. fucking start with me. I'm fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Okay. You know, I've been to the fucking, you know, the salt mines, I don't know, like yeah, just something, yeah, yeah. something like that, but yeah, just throwing it out there. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll keep in touch about that. Yeah, uh, I think that would be fun and uh, yeah. Good for our brands. Yeah, man. I appreciate you um, reaching out and wanting to, you know, chat with me. And uh, it, was a, it was a great, it was a great chat. You're, you're a good interviewer too. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. So on that note, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thank you again, Nima Nazari. And we'll talk soon. Hell yeah. <laughs>